This is VOA News in Washington. I'm Jeff Custer. U.S. President Joe Biden said Monday he hopes to see a new Gaza ceasefire agreement by early next week if a deal to release hostages is reached, as delegations from several countries continue to work to negotiate the first halt in fighting since late November. Associated Press correspondent Jennifer King reports. My national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday we'll have a ceasefire. Biden spoke to reporters in New York Monday night after taping Late Night with Seth Meyers. Negotiators from the U.S., Egypt, and Qatar are working on a framework deal. Hamas would free some of the dozens of hostages it holds in exchange for the release of Palestinian prisoners and a six-week halt in fighting. That timeline could include a ceasefire during the Muslim observance of Ramadan, which starts around March 10th. Hamas officials have indicated that optimism on a deal was premature. Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has set a ground offensive in Rafah, where more than half the Gaza Strip's population has fled is inevitable, and this week the military submitted operational and civilian evacuation plans for cabinet approval. The U.S. has expressed concern over the deaths of civilians in Gaza, but Biden has staunchly supported Israel throughout the war. I'm Jennifer King. The U.N. Humanitarian Office said Tuesday the Israeli military had stalled a medical evacuation convoy in the Gaza city of Khan Yunis Sunday, detaining a paramedic and harassing others. At a news conference in Geneva, Humanitarian Office spokesman Jens Lerke said the incident occurred during the evacuation of 24 parent, uh, patients from the Alamal Hospital. Despite prior coordination for all staff members and vehicles with the Israeli side, Um, The Israeli forces blocked the WHO-led convoy for many hours the moment it left the hospital. The Israeli military forced patients and staff out of ambulances and stripped all paramedics of their clothes. Israel has previously said it takes steps to minimize civilian casualties and accuses Hamas fighters of hiding among civilians, including hospitals. This is VOA News. Sweden cleared its final hurdle to NATO membership Monday when Hungary's parliament approved its application, the final alliance alliance member nation to do so after Sweden initially applied to join NATO in May of 2022. Council on Foreign Relations analyst Carl Chupkin, uh, Charles Kupchin spoke with VOA's International Edition program about how Hungary and its prime minister, Viktor Orban, took their time approving Sweden's membership. It's a big day for Sweden, not a shining day for Hungary in the sense that Orban dragged his feet, tried to play the bad boy of NATO by waiting and waiting and waiting. He wants to put himself out as the head of a far-right movement in Europe that is more pro-Russian, more anti-EU, that has a, a version of the West that is about basically white Christianity, a kind of political orientation not unlike you see among Trump supporters in the United States. Amid a nationwide strike in the West African nation of Guinea, health officials and family members report at least two people have died from gunshot wounds as unrest flared in, in residential areas of the capital. Reuters correspondent David Doyle reports. The mother of 18-year-old student Mamadi Keita said her son had died after being shot in the chest. Motorbike taxi driver Ibrahim Atore also died from a bullet wound after clashes with security forces. His father said a hospital source confirmed both deaths. It was not immediately clear if there would be further unrest on Tuesday. However, the strike in the world's second largest producer of bauxite is set to continue. The demands of an umbrella group for multiple workers' unions include the lowering of food prices, the lifting of internet restrictions and the application of a wage deal reached with the government in November. There has been no official response from the government, which was set up by a military junta that seized power in a 2021 coup. 
Thousands of junior doctors in South Korea are weakened to a labor boycott in protest of the government's push to recruit more medical students. More details from VOA's Tommy McNeil. The strikes have already led to a number of operations being canceled. In some major hospitals, junior doctors account for about 30 to 40 percent of the total doctors. They often deal with inpatients and assist senior doctors during surgeries. The government has warned the medical interns and residents they have until Thursday to return to work or face license suspensions and prosecutions. Trainee doctors say schools can't handle an abruptly increased number of medical students that will result from the government's plan and greater competition would cause doctors to perform overtreatment. Tommy McNeil, VOA News. In Washington, I'm Jeff Custer. This is VOA News.